boy. Oh, no. Let's switch that audio up. Griffin. What you doing, son? Oh, there you are, boy. <laughs> How you doing, bud? Oh, your mic's muted. Oh. Might want to give that a little thing. Can you there hear me? You there it there is. There you go. <laughs> a little technical difficulties, like always. Oh. What up, bitch? How are you? <laughs> How are you doing? Damn, man, I'm alive. Well, welcome to the Couch on Fire podcast. Let's let's talk about your how how has your last two weeks have been? <laughs> That's what I want well, to know. Somehow, I swear these new sleeping pills must have worked like a fucking charm because I went to sleep in nice, calm, gentle North Carolina, where everybody. Says, how'd it do, neighbor, every time they walk on by. And I must have woken up in the middle of bumfuck Venezuela. Because, man, there ain't nothing on these damn shelves. <laughs> Haven't been for weeks. Now, Ever I'll... since. And see, usually, there's there's like a there's a pattern that happens every single time something goes down. It happens every couple of years. You know, I was born and raised in North Carolina. These are my people. This is my town. <laughs> I get where this is coming from. There's a brief period of everybody fucking panicking. They buy everything they can get their hands on. Salt for the roads, even though it doesn't snow. They'll buy any kind of food, whether it's perishable or not. Whether they have space for it, whether they can even afford it, they'll buy it. And it'll go on for like a week. And then everyone will feel kind of stupid. And then they'll go back to how it was before. That didn't happen this time. They got ahead of the emergency declaration. They got ahead of everything else. single time we get some new product in and we're having trouble getting product in because people are buying it so fucking fast all right as so soon as we get something in let's boom, let's, it's gone. well no let's let's slow down for one second for those who don't know <laughs> griffin works at a grocery store <laughs> just just in case uh there's some new listeners out there i know you just kind of for my service by the way. <laughs> yeah you guys are gonna get badge of honors like you're in your purple hearts and shit um i swear to christ i want like a whole ceremony you know like People playing taps and shit. <laughs> I walk out there in bandages with a couple of canes. Mm-hmm. So like let's three let's of them, one of them slung over my shoulder. Let's uh let's get into the contents. Okay, so um Griffin, I was trying to get you on a podcast probably about a week ago to talk about this coronavirus. Now, um, mm-hmm. just like I because I knew it was it was just now starting at that time. It just started hitting the um. The grocery store business, and I know you're a meat cutter, you're a German meat cutter, so I know you know, uh, mm-hmm. you deal with all that crap. So I was like, okay, well let me um, let me call you up, but you've been you were busy nonstop. Now a week has almost passed, and so much has changed, and it's getting worse, and worse, significantly worse. Yeah. Yes. So I still haven't really got someone's perspective from the grocery store business because I know how it works. I've worked with you for about two years. Um, so I know how, I know how it works, but I can only imagine like, cause me walking to the store right now down here, there's no meat. There's no, there's no bacon. <laughs> there's, there's nothing, at least in the meat department. I can only imagine like what the cleaning aisle looks like in Harris Teeter. Well, it's, it's that. And then of course, bread and milk and eggs are completely wiped out. But even like the. Usually what happens, how I would sidestep the problems that would happen in the past. Okay, we're out of bread. Mm -hmm. They got flour. They got sugar. 
They got everything else that I need. I'll just make my own bread. Yeah. Okay. I, I like to bake. I don't mind. So that was never really a problem for me. Oh, we're out of chicken eggs. I'll get duck eggs. You know, I'll experiment. Yeah. I'm very adaptable when it comes to the kitchen, but do everything. Was gone. Wiped out. I know. Duck eggs, gone. Flour, gone. Even, like, I'm to the point now where when I want to make some bread, when I want to bake some bread, I have to go out there and buy whole wheat berries, or in this case, like, spelt uh, buckwheat berries, stuff like that, and grind them. I have a a grain mill for graining, for, for milling grain into flour, and I make my own flour. I, re- I have to. I really thought else. I really thought you were going to go the other way with that. That you were going to be like, you have to go out there, and I got to meet my flour dealer, and he's going to sell me about two ounces of flour. Now, it's not that much, I'm, but it's just annoying that I have to go to a dealer. <laughs> That's why I thought you were going with it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, honest to God, boy, walking in there these days, I would be less surprised to see somebody selling what? powder. <laughs> in a giant white package out of the back of a van oh rather than, you know, actual cocaine or something. Well, I feel like it would be more valuable. Oh, I bet. I bet. Well, let's, um, let me, um, start from the beginning. So when did you, when did you guys get whiff that this virus was, uh, when did it start? When did the, the panicking, when did the, the traffic started happening at the grocery store? Apparently either last Wednesday or Thursday, I was off. For three days, I was on vacation up in the mountains. Okay. With no cell reception. Uh-huh. I had no idea about any of this. And I come back, and I think, oh, it's just going to, like, it was going to be, I came back on Friday. And I thought, okay, it's going to be, like, semi-busy, because Fridays usually are, but there's no major holidays coming up. You know, everything seems fine. I didn't get any texts or anything like that. And I walk in the store, and it's a little bit busier than usual. You know, the, the, the aisles are full and everything. Uh, all the registers are full. And I walk back to the meat department, and the first thing I notice is that there's nothing on the shelves. I mean nothing. I mean white fucking shelves. Oh, my God. The only thing on those shelves was the plant-based proteins. There was no, there was nothing that came from an animal <laughs> so on that entire shelf. What's the first thing? So when you saw it, were you like, like, what's going on? I forgot. I forgot where I was for a minute there. And... I said aloud, like, in front of customers and shit, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I forgot you're not supposed to swear in front of customers. And, I mean, thankfully no one gave a shit or anything like that, because otherwise I could have kind of bent my ass in a sling. But I went back there, and everybody, like, everybody was there. All the other guys were there, and they had this look on their face. It was almost like a, um, <laughs> like a thousand-yard stare, like PTSD. <laughs> Like they I, just I like said, like they just got off the beach of Normandy. <laughs> yeah, like they just like they're just waded through the channel over the bodies of their brothers and everything. <laughs> I said, "What the fuck happened?" They said, "Oh, you haven't been reading the news, have you?" It's like, "No, this is all this is new to me, man. What the fuck happened?" And they told me, "It's like, well, as it turns out, you know, everybody's flipping the hell out about this coronavirus thing. Everybody's wiping the store shelves out. This plague." And that Friday, we, we didn't get nothing, of course, because we never do. Um, but Saturday, the next day, I came in, and I was closing. And we'd already gotten our truck in. And the shelves were still empty. I said, okay, uh, where's where's the stuff, man? Where's our stuff at? So, like, oh, we already got it in. This is it? 
Yeah, we got a full truck. We offloaded it, packed it up and everything, and then they just bought it all. They bought everything we had. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I can just, because I worked with you, and I know the guys that you work with, I can just imagine. I mean, they got to be happy. They're making money. Making money. But, like. Maybe on the corporate level they're happy, but, like, the, the store level, no. It's it's aggravating. It's, it's really fucking aggravating. Because people come in and ask you the same question over and over and over again. And you have no, you, there's nothing I can tell them. It's like they ask, when are you going to get this stuff in? I don't know. I'll tell you it's going to be in tomorrow because that's when it's supposed to be in tomorrow. But I don't have the first fucking clue. The truck shows up when it shows up. We've had like three separate trucks now that were supposed to show up on certain days and they never showed. Like to this day, like we got charged for the shit and it never showed up. Like, you remember the big trucks we used to get in. We would get in, like, 250-piece trucks. Yeah. And that doesn't sound like a lot to listeners at home. But keep in mind, every single box is a minimum of 40 and up to, like, 125 pounds. These are boxes full of meat. Well, the thing is, though, like, also, that's a small store. So that's a small meat department. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if you go to, like, a a bigger Harris Teeter, I mean, they're getting like five, 600, 700-piece trucks. So I can just only imagine. Yeah, I well, mean. Well, we were supposed to get a truck in yesterday. We are supposed to get in a truck today. It was 600 pieces. Oh, my gosh. And it showed up, but it was only like 250, 300 pieces and nothing of what we actually needed. I'll tell you right now, if you go into any grocery store around here, I'm telling you now, there will be no chicken. No ground beef, no pork, fucking nothing. Wow. Damn. Maybe you can find some steaks. So they're not going to be on sale, but you find them. I just I can only imagine. You guys are probably cutting and cutting and cutting and cutting, and then there's nothing to cut. And then like by the time you get in there, it's like, oh, let's just start cleaning. <laughs> there's nothing to do. Like. <laughs> Okay, just, that's so crazy. Like, just imagine the cutting, the cutting. Man, um, what about, did you walk around the other, like, how did, the, like, the front end look? I mean, like, did it, I just had this vision. So when it got announced, I was actually in Maryland. I was in Baltimore, Maryland from Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the first weekend that it really went into effect. And I was up there because a family member of mine wasn't doing well. So I went to the hospital and saw my grandfather, and then, um, because he wasn't doing well either. And then the second day I wanted to go visit him, but then they had this place on lockdown. Like, I couldn't go in. So, and I was like, oh, I never went to the grocery stores. And then on Saturday, I went to Walmart, and they were wiped, wiped clean. So I can just only imagine what you guys were going through just working there. Because I'm sure, like, people were pissed. I'm sure people were like, why don't, what do you mean you don't have any more ground beef? Like, what do you mean you're out of boneless chicken breast? Like, <laughs> well, us were lucky, um, and I've never understood the reason why it is this way. But people are so much more respectful and so much more understanding of people in the in the meat business than they are anywhere else. Like people are turning into straight fucking assholes to every single person in the store except for us. With them, it's just a matter of they'll walk in and say, "Hey, you guys got any of this stuff?" No, we don't. Like, okay, well, good luck, you know, blah, 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 we'll be back in a couple of days. Like, nobody's flipping out, nobody's screaming, throwing things, 
nothing like that. Up front, yes, they absolutely are. People at cash registers, people at fucking home shop, the deli, produce, dairy. Everybody's freaking out and screaming and throwing things and just throwing tantrums and shit. Wow. But we're given a certain amount of respect. Well, I don't get it. It's always been that way. I don't understand it at all, but I'm not complaining. Well, you got you got uh, your boss, Sean. He looks like Ray Liotta from The Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. And then you got, you got um, you know, Floyd, who could be an old Irish mob boss. You know, you don't even know. <laughs> then you got Mark. Um, <laughs> no offense, Mark. Yeah, good old Mark. Good old Mark. I mean, you know, it's just, it's so crazy. So here in South Carolina, so one thing about I've learned about living in both North and South Carolina, whatever North Carolina does, South Carolina follows. Like my, our governor's just kind of like, hmm, I kind of like what this guy's doing. <laughs> so we're going to do what he's doing. So you guys were like the first to cancel school, then we cancel school. Then you were the first to start, you know, doing like um, closed businesses or like less than five people. I don't know what the deal is now. Excuse me. I'm like burping at the same time. Um, but like what, like what else is going on in the Charlotte area? Does it, so restaurants are closed, correct? Bars Mm -hmm. and stuff. So like what, like God, the, the, the city is basically shut down. Wow. It's got, it's gotta be crazy. Cause here at the Myrtle beach, it's, it's nuts because this is a tourist town and now they just announced today that you would be you would be fined or even up to arrested if you decide to go to the beach. We live in a tourist beach town. So you mean to tell me if I drove all the way here just to get away from this crap, I couldn't even go to the beach? Correct. Yeah. This is America. Like, I understand. Why can't I do what I want to do? No, 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 no. <laughs> See, I, I've never... I understand that to a certain extent, but... There's this old kind of cheesy saying where it's like, your freedom to swing your fist ends at the tip of my nose. And I yeah. feel like that applies here. Like, if you want to go out and get this disease and fucking die, that's on you. But putting others around you, like unsuspecting people of the public at risk, yeah, just to say like, oh, it's because I can, it's because this is America, I can do whatever I want. That's where I got to be like, yeah, yeah, not necessarily, <laughs> you know? I understand certain measures taken to preserve the common good. Yeah. Not to the point where like infringes on your civil liberties or something like that, but fuck, man, going to the beach ain't a civil liberty, you know? Hmm. Much as it feels like it sometimes. It's nice. It does. I like going to the beach, but Well, you just there's got to be I I feel I feel like I I've kind of talked about this before with my uh, the other two guys that I got on here, and, but I just feel like this is 100% going to change us as a society like we're oh, absolutely yeah. this is going to change this is going to change the sports world this is going to change going to concerts this is going to change going to movies i mean they're literally warner brothers right now is it they're talking about um wonder woman's supposed to come out in a couple months and they're really talking mm-hmm. about just releasing it right on video demand like you would have to you know buy warner brothers like monthly subscription like i really feel like this this is what it's going to be eventually no one's going to want to go outside and do anything. It's all going to be digital, watching movies, downloading movies, playing video games. What do you think I've been doing? I've been, I'm under quarantine. Like I, My job let me and all my managers go for two weeks. So like, what am I supposed to do? So I've been playing video games with the wife so much. And um, I'm slowly losing my voice because we're fighting all the time. <laughs> but um, it's... 
you know, today I actually went outside, which was okay, and we, we, we took stuff to the dump, but, like, we went to Costco, which, by the way, their meat department is sick. Do you guys, are you guys limiting stuff for for people? Like, are you put, like, only? No. Okay. Um, well, Not yet. Well, yeah, I was going to say, because Walmart, Tar- everybody is limiting, like, you can only have, you know, one pound of meat, or you can only buy, like, one case of chicken, you know, like, you can only buy so much stuff, they're limiting it, um... So I'm surprised that hasn't happened with you, but yeah, that's crazy. I don't know what's going to happen. I think the problem, I think the idea is to try and preserve like a sense of calm. Yeah. Once you start limiting stuff and saying you can only buy this much, it kind of enforces the opinion that you're running out or the, the appearance that you're running out of stuff and that you need to like limit stuff to keep from running out. Is essentially <laughs> it. I you really want people freaking out and running and screaming yeah. and biting things. You know? I, I agree with that. I do. I agree with that. It's, it's definitely, um, man, my voice is really going down. Hold on. <coughs> Don't worry. I'm not sick. Man, um, are you dying? <laughs> I mean, I agree with that 100%. I feel like, uh, cause if I went to a store and they were sold out of something, I know either, man, I missed out on a good deal or man, the apocalypse is happening. <laughs> like there's mm-hmm. only two things, you know, so when like Costco, they have a sign out right in front of their entrance saying we're out of toilet paper you know water all this stuff um it's just uh it's it's kind of scary i think the first initial push was really scary i think grocery stores you guys are doing an amazing job um keeping things stocked up and just keep ordering i know i know the ordering process in the meat department i know what sean's going through right now (laughs) um god that is a weird sentence to hear out of you yeah i mean i i sympathize with them you can tell them I can only imagine. Tell him my heart goes. He'll probably tell me if I tell you this. I know what he's gonna say. But tell him my heart goes out to you guys. You guys are probably busting your ass. Sean's gonna be like, "Fuck him." Yeah, I was about to say. I, I, I can already tell you now. The, the answer's gonna be tell him to go fuck himself. <laughs> but see, that's his way though of saying thank you, Rob. I appreciate you. Cause that's that's how those Staten Island boys or wherever he's from, <laughs> Long Island. Long Island, <laughs> Jesus Christ! One of those islands up there. He he might actually murder you if you say he's from Staten Island. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, there you go. You can tell him the good thing and then follow it up with that. And he'll be like, "Oh yeah, fuck him." <laughs> Man, but um, like, but, do you uh do you think this is going to end? Oh, for sure. Yeah, this is. This is not sustainable, what we're doing right now. Eventually, either we're going to get this whole chain sorted out. Yeah. Or it's going to be a matter of just, like, pull the pin, quarantine everyone for, like, two weeks. Across the nation, a bunch of people are going to die. It's fine. Fuck them. You know, we'll make some more. Oh, okay. And then (laughs) going on about with our lives. I do think, though, that unless we get a working vaccine... Because right now there's no cure. It's just a matter of trying to develop a vaccine. Uh, There will be seasonal outbreaks of COVID-19 that we're just going to have to like, it's going to become part of it. It's going to be kind of like the flu season. Yeah. You know, where every, every so often, like once a year, it's like, okay, well, it's time for the flu. Everybody get your pills. Yeah. Well, you know what I think? Um, I agree with you in some parts, but here's my theory. I actually... I was listening to Joe Rogan, great podcaster. I don't know if you know him. Um, he um, he had this guy from the CDC on his show, and this was like pre. This was pre before this whole breakout thing really got pushed over. 
he was saying that because right at that time it was a little cases in America, but it was more Italy. Italy was like dying. It still is. But at that time, he, he literally said this. This is what he was like. This is what I believe. I believe that at one point, everyone will have this virus at least once in them. This is basically the new version of the flu. It's just stronger. We, you know, like he said, basically, because the flu kills old people all the time. It actually kills young. It, the flu can kill anybody at any time. Um, it's not maintained. We've always known that. But now this, this COVID-19 is going to be a stronger strand of the flu that they don't have any vaccines or flu shots for. So... Not yet. Not, well, not yet. I mean, eventually, eventually, I agree with you on the last part you were saying. Eventually, this will probably be an every year thing. Now, once we get on top of it, it won't be so dramatic as it is right now. But, you know, I really do believe this is going to last a long time. I don't know. Small businesses are crumbling right now and they're going to die. I think that big companies, especially ones that, like I work for right now, um, they were already struggling. It was, it's all, trust me, it was all over the news how they've been struggling for the last year. But mm-hmm. I think this is going to, oh, this is going to kill them. Make, make no mistake, man. This is kind of like a, a do or die section for a lot of businesses. You're going to find out basically the businesses that have been holding on by tooth and nail for a couple of years now, mm-hmm. we're going to see if it was ever possible for them to survive like GameStop. I feel is not going to survive this crisis. Oh no! Well, they were they were going down anyway. This yes, yeah, just going to accelerate it. I feel like I like to think that their ship was already going down, and then a shark just this is the shark that comes along and eats their people. <laughs> like this is the it's wor- like their 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 little rowboat was springing a leak. But it's one of those little inflatable things, yeah. and they're slowly shooting out air like a balloon, like. And they finally get the hole plugged, and then a fucking whale just comes up and just, <laughs> just sends them fucking flying. Moby fucking dick. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I feel like in 20 years from now, they're going to talk about the plague of 2020. But I think, yes, it's going to kill a lot of people, but I think it's going to do more damage to to civilizations, um, economies, than it does to the people that it kills. Like, obviously, like, a lot of people are dying in Italy, and it's a shame. You know, it's horrible. But I also feel like you, you're not really thinking about the economy in Italy. All those small businesses, all those little bakeries, all these other places, they're not going to make it. People are, are going to be homeless. I mean, people are going to lose everything. I mean, it's so, I mean, you're in probably the best position that you possibly can be in because you were literally the last thing they would shut down. <laughs> they might even shut down hospitals we're, we're, before they shut down Harris Theater. <laughs> yeah, we're the next closest thing to irreplaceable. Um, but it's such a, a bizarre fucking feeling to be... Yeah. I, I, I just... What I'm wondering about is, of course, certain businesses aren't going to make it, but what about certain parts of society? Like, we're looking at a lot of people working from home, a lot of people getting paid for not working because they can't afford to just sit there, basically. Like, pe- some people can't afford to live paycheck to paycheck. You know, it's like it's the end of them. Um, I feel like there's going to be, after this, there's going to be a lot more support for raising the minimum wage, Yeah. for certain union protections for workers, uh, increased unemployment insurance, stuff like that. Because people are going to have seen... Like, holy shit, we barely survived that, you know? Yeah. Something's got to give. 
what do you think is going to be the big push? What, what's going to be the big societal push out of this? Like, what are people going to learn? Um, what's going to change? Well, what do I want to change? And what do I think is going to change? are two different things. Um, what I think is going to change is, you know, more... I think as a... We will be more united as a world than anything because um, I feel like this is still this is still in the early stages and by the time you know we're gonna all struggle together but I think this is going to unite us because after after what do we do as a, as human beings after a big disaster we all combine together and take care of each other for the most part maybe maybe not Saudi Arabia I've seen, uh, <laughs> I've seen a couple of videos from Walmart that would kind of yeah. prepare to that but, lie but you, you tell yourself what you want to <laughs> I mean I believe that we will all come together and I think that's going to happen I think that um, you know money wise I don't know what's going to happen to our economy I think that um, it's going to put perspective in a lot of our young folks eyes like the millennials myself as a millennial you're a millennial just kind of like it's going to put more perspective like, man, we really need to take care of ourselves, put more priority in health care and things like that. So I think the whole health care thing is really going to make a big push for the presidency. Now, what I want to happen, and this is very brutal, but I'm, I've always been honest on this podcast. What I want to happen is, you know, the Thanos, the Thanos effect, you know, like unfortunately, like I feel like there's just too many people in this world destroying the world. And I think this, whoever is up there, God, Hades, Zeus, whatever you want to, you know, whoever's up there, I just want to, you know, I really do believe this is their way of cleansing the earth. And it's sad. It's going to prey on the people that are gluttonous, like myself. It's going to prey on people that are just greedy, selfish, all these things that people are. And I feel like it's going to, if we don't take care of ourselves, this is a reality check. Like if I got sick right now, I should be fine because I'm only in my 30s, but... I am diabetic. I am overweight. I have heart problems. I mean, I have IBS. I mean, there's some problems here. So, could it really, really hurt me? It could, but it, it. So it makes me think. Even if it doesn't, it at least gets the ball moving in my head. Like, man, I need to take care of myself. I need to do this. So I think that um the the naive the people that really don't think this is a big deal, it's gonna hit them hard. And I think that uh yeah, that's what I think. Cleanse the world. Be a wake up call for him. Yeah, I mean, kill them all, man. I mean, I hate to say it, but like, you know, this this happens all the. T if you look at history of the world, I mean, like, you know, even Noah's Ark, like, even like, I mean, just look at plagues that have happened before. That's like more modern, more modernized of all the plagues that have happened. The, you know, like we are so far advanced than all them, so we have enough capability to. I think when this is all said and done. Um, one million five hundred people are gonna die, which it's is awfully specific number. Yeah, I mean, oh, roughly right. worldwide. Worldwide, not not in the U.S. Now that'd be whew, that'd be rough. Um, worldwide, so that might be a little uh, a little under understated. Actually, it could it could be because I think we're at like almost three hundred thousand right now. <laughs> so yeah, that's infected. That's not dead though. Yeah. Oh, okay. Dead wise, yeah, I think about one point five million will. Uh, We'll be dead when when this is all said and done. Um, that's what I think worldwide. And unfortunately, I mean, I think that's what's gonna make a wake up call because, like, 
you know, there's always a sickness, there's always a flu, the bird flu, the measles, all that stuff, and hundreds have died, but not millions. And I think if 1.5 million dies, there's going to be a new, like, every country is going to put all their resources in scientists and doctors to try to make sure this never happens again. And then, you know, I don't know. There's so much that could happen. I'm just, every day I watch the news <laughs> and just wait to see, like, what's going to happen next. It's also going to be interesting. I wonder how this is going to play politically. So many different things changing by the day. Um, I don't think there'll be an election this year. Oh, I think there's definitely going to be a presidential election. Might not be a uh, everything else, a yeah. senatorial one. Yeah. I mean, I can I can see that they can push that for another year. It might throw some things off, but I think um, unfortunately, I think Trump's trying to do. A, he's trying to put a lot of band aids on. Here, I'll give you an I'll give you an analogy. On, remember that raft that GameStop's floating on? I think us as Americans were floating on that raft. And I think as Trump keeps going along, going along, he's, there's holes popping in the, the raft. And he's trying his best to put Band-Aids on it. But the biggest problem is it's everyone thinks that he put us on that raft. So now we're just like... <laughs> so. Oh, I thought you were going to say that he was throwing like paper towels at the raft like he did at Puerto Rico and it's only <laughs> helping it sink even further. No, I mean he's trying to do this like two trillion dollar um thing where every every household gets X amount of money because no one's working and I think that's a good thing, but but there is I mean, I stay out of politics, so I'm not gonna really get into it, but there's a really huge group of people in this world that think that the way he's handling the situation is just shitty. Like, he should have, like, look at Italy. Italy is, like, in shambles. And everyone's just like, well, maybe we should be doing what Italy's doing now before it gets that bad. And it just seems like it's not going that way. Now, is that his fault? Not necessarily. He, it's, a, it's hard. Think about it. It's hard to run a whole country. Like, what are you going to do? Like, damned if you do, damned if you do. Imagine if you, you quarantine everyone and you put martial law in effect. No one's allowed outside and nothing else happens, like, you'll look like an idiot. But then if you don't do it and stuff happens, you look like you're an idiot then too. So it's like, you know, he can't win. <laughs> I think I think the problem with that, early on, back when it was still primarily stuck in China, and mind you, this is, of course, after several years ago after he disbanded the fucking pandemic team that Obama put in place. Yeah. Um, and continues to lie about not doing that to this day, by the way. Um he had an opportunity to put his own pandemic team together and be like, hey, this, this, you know, COVID-19, or I guess they called it coronavirus back then. They're just like, hey, this is really just fucking China in the ass. You know, it's just, just taking it just that deep dick, you know. Mm-hmm. How about we get on top of that and make sure that doesn't become a problem here? No, he didn't do that. Instead, he went on TV and said, it's not coming here. It's a Chinese problem. We don't have to worry about it. The economy's fucked. And then it came here. It started just really giving us that deep dicking. Not as deep, <laughs> of course, because we're, we're a little bit larger of a person. You know, it's kind of hard to get that depth, get that angle just right. Jesus Christ. But there's definitely penetration. And he's still sitting there like you can see him physically moving. Like every time he gets fucked in the ass as, as often as the country gets fucked in the ass. But he's trying <laughs> to pretend like nothing's going on. 
Oh, what's that? Oh, it's a mosquito bite. Oh, you know, and then you see him biting the pillow every time. <laughs> you know, you had an opportunity to to be to be straightforward and be like, hey, you know, this shit's kind of fucked up. Let's get on top of this. But he was afraid of what it would do to the economy, so he keeps his fucking mouth shut. And now, it's here. It's in every single one of the states. The country is infested. Over thirty thousand people. Yeah. And that's the only people we know about. We have so few tests. No one's getting tested. We have no fucking clue how many people are infected in the U.S. You know, because he didn't get a handle on it. You know, um, let's rewind. What you? What's the first thing you said out of that whole spiel? That Obama did this. <laughs> that's what I got out that's, of that. That's that's all that everybody needs to hear. Apparently, <laughs> I guess. No, you were saying like, that, that's what that's, they would well, say. How, like, oh, why so, was it so, so? Yeah, it's Obama's fault. Yeah, and why, you know, he was. But, he was so mad that no, Trump. Don't get me wrong. He was so mad that Trump destroyed his uh, his hard work. He was like, "Well, fuck this." I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a, a fucking a plague on everybody. Damn. Don't get me wrong. What he's doing now, what Trump's doing now, I approve of it. I think he's doing a, a decent enough job. He's not fucking up too badly. Hmm. But would have been awesome if he would have done all that shit a long fucking time ago. Yep. Like if he would have done what he do, what he's doing now, if he would have done that shit from the very beginning, I fucking hate Trump. All right, I would pay money to see that man get fucked by a rhinoceros, and I wouldn't even like I'm not even getting anything sexual out of it. Like I would be disgusted, but I'd watch the entire time. I hate that man, but I would have given him props for that because that yeah. takes balls, man. It takes rock solid brass, like oblong shaped balls. To say this is important enough, I am willing to stake my reelection. We need to get a handle on this now. Yeah, I mean, he said no. He pussied out. He's used to grabbing pussies. He's not used to being a pussy. Yeah. So it threw him for a loop. Yeah. And he was just he was shaking, man. He had no idea what the fuck was going on. Well, I can't say that somebody else wouldn't have done a worse job. Like if Bernie or fucking Biden was in there, they might have. It's they hard might to have say. It even worse. It really it's is. Hard to say. It really is hard to say. I mean, even if it was, um, you know, Hillary. It would have been like... But it's like if you're... I mean, I'm sure she would have been wearing a really stupid pantsuit when she was talking about it, but she might have done an okay job. Yeah. My problem with Hillary is not that she's incompetent, it's that she's evil. Mm-hmm. And evil might be exact. Wow. I don't know. I feel like if your neighbor accidentally shoots you in the foot with a shotgun and blows off three of your toes... You're going to sit there saying, ah, you stupid son of a bitch. Why'd you shoot me in the foot? I said, oh, well, you know, the <laughs> fucking Billy down the block might have done it even worse. And it's like, he might have, but he's not the reason I only got seven fucking toes. <laughs> there might be a fine-ass oh, woman out there with a with a foot fetish that I'm not going to be able to get to now. Because I take my shoes off first shoe. She's excited. She's like, ooh, look at them five fucking toes. Like, mm, I'm getting, you know, it's like Niagara Falls over here. You pop off the other shoe. She's like, oh, nope, zip up. I'm going home. I mean, this, me a cab. I'm gone. Oh man, and this is why that's the problem. This is why I call you all the time to get you on this show. Like <laughs> your analogies, I, I'm just, the southern the southern analogies is just like, like, were you born like, this man, way? I, were, you, were you born like into it? Like I don't understand. Like, <laughs> like, well, the thing is, like the littlest things, the strangest things will just piss me off and get me going. Like the other day, I was thinking. Because it was super quiet. I was just cleaning up. I was listening to music. I was having a good time. I got furious because I saw the letter J. Now, when you think about letter J, 
two things come to mind. One, it sounds almost exactly like a G, just like with kind of like a weird British accent on it. <laughs> and then you look at it, and it's like they take a G and they unspool it a little bit, like a paperclip, you know, like when you straighten out a paperclip. Yeah. And now I can't even see it. It's like these lazy fucking assholes. They decided they wanted 26 letters in the English language. Like, oh, how do, how do we... How, how, how. Let's just take the G, let's fuck around a little bit and call it a J. <laughs> J for gravy. You know, even Jeremiah is a great name. Jeremiah Johnson, great movie. Fucking love that movie. But if it was spelled with a G, it might have been even better. Jeremiah Johnson. <laughs> oh my God. I'm, I'm not just angry because it's like it's... Because G is like my thing. Like, that's my people. Yeah. Wow. I, wow. Um, I don't, how, the, how the fuck did we get on this? What, <laughs> what, is this kind of, what conversation are we having? We're just talking about coronavirus and Hillary Clinton, like, shooting you in the foot. Oh, my now God. Now we're talking about the, you know, the letter J. I, you, went, you went down the rabbit hole. Well, you went down some hole. I don't know what trip you're on. And, but I just let you go. I didn't want to stop you. You just seemed really into it. That sounds, and, uh, that was that was probably a, a smart move. It was probably the safest yeah. move you could And I just, made. you know, I didn't want to justify with a J that uh, <laughs> to stop oh, you. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck anyway, you. Um, well, I don't want to keep this long. Um, I got some things I got to take care of. It is a little late, and I know you are doing whatever you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. But um, I always ask, and uh, did you have any – now, let's spice it up a little bit. I was going to say, do you have any famous last words? But instead of fuck you, Rod, do you have any famous – Corona last words. Coronavirus last words. Yeah, I, I got to give props to my boy, COVID-19, doing me a solid, this fucking Harvey Weinstein piece of shit. He's got COVID-19 now. Now, that being said, it's a good start. I appreciate you. You know, you're getting ahead of the curve. He's trying to get that good PR out there. Because everybody's talking shit about COVID-19 now. So like, you know what? We're going to get this this evil motherfucker. We're going to infect him. So everybody's cool. I respect it. Here's the problem. This motherfucker dies like six months into a sentence. That ain't doing nothing for me. That's no fun for me. I want this motherfucker to sit there not having any kind of fun. I want him to live for like 22 and a half years. He's sentenced to 23 years. So my word out there to my boy, coronavirus... You're doing a good job so far. Just chill, man. Slow it down. Maybe give him some of that ARDS. You know, that, that little respiratory distress thing so he can't walk <laughs> from one end of the of the thing to the other. What? Just what? chill out, man. Wow. Take it slow. Fucking look at the what what you call it? The 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 the, the Spanish flu or the, the SARS, there you go, the avian flu. Killed like eight thousand people. Ain't shit. We've almost lost that many to COVID-19. It's barely even started. Wow. But everybody talks about avian flu because it took its time, man. It was slow. It took its, it just slid in there. You, know? you, uh, you went pretty dark on that last one. I like it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like, don't, don't kill Harvey Weinstein, please. And I thought I'd never say that in a million years. I wanted to pay money to kill Harvey Weinstein not too long ago. Oh my gosh! Like if you could have put me in a room with a man, just give me like a like a pine cone or a couple <laughs> of pine cones, some industrial strength lubricant. We could have made something work. Oh jeez! But I'm telling him now. I'm telling coronavirus now. Let him live, please. If you guys love and like what you just heard, please like and share us. 
go to our Facebook page or Instagram page or Twitter page, all at Couch on Fire Podcast. Um, we couldn't do this without you guys' support, and we want to continue doing this because we do love and cherish everything we say and everything we do. And uh, thank you guys for everything, and I will see you next episode.